What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? Let's get down to the brass tacks. I, I don't know what that means, but I hear people say it. So. I, I feel like it means business, but <laughs> <laughs> I just say it because it sounds important. So, <laughs> Dr. Professional. Yes. All right. Um, so we got a, a story tonight that's going to touch on a topic that I, I would imagine we're going to hear more about in the future or at least i hope we do because it it seems to be pretty um uh, i don't want to say common but uh kind of a a a common theme that comes up a lot in in people's you know unique paranormal um odd whatever you want to call it you know scary um personal stories uh so we're gonna hit on sleep paralysis yes um yeah, I, you know, when as we've sort of prepped for this this episode, we've talked about a little bit just how how common I like you said it's maybe not the most common thing, but it's pretty common to hear people's experience and this comes up so often and it's like and not everybody's story is exactly the same, but what they those experiences all sort of uh, center around sleep paralysis and what they what they feel and the sensation of all that. Um, it's it's kind of fascinating, and so I'm mm-hmm. excited to dive into this this week. So I gotta ask, have you you ever experienced anything like that, or just any weird sleep things in general? Um. I, I've been kind of trying to rack my own brain of like what have I experienced as I've slept, and I don't think I've ever woken up and had that sensation of not being able to move or not, uh, you know, feeling like there's something kind of pressing on my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've had experiences waking up and I, I think not being able to. Uh, communicate clearly or like even feel like I could talk. Um, I, I shared one in a very early episode where we talked about our own experiences and that that was maybe the closest feeling I've had to a paralysis where it's just like your your brain has not woken up to the level that your body has and so it's like nothing is coming out of your mouth and it's not making yeah. any sense. And it was terrifying. I mean, and that's just like a very small version of this. So, yeah. What about you? Have you gone through something like this? I no. I, I sleep has never been an issue for me. Which I mean, to to my wife's dismay, because she, you know, that woman will fall asleep on the couch and be out. But the second I move, even if I'm just putting my feet up on the table, like she's awake. And if we stay on the couch, she'll fall back asleep. If we get up and go into the bedroom she'll be awake for hours okay on her phone like and i'm the kind of guy like i fell asleep on an airplane toilet once because you know it was bumpy and i didn't want to piss all over the place so (laughs) i sat down and the next thing i know it was like 45 minutes later and this poor stewardess was knocking on the door and i'm like oh shoot well i mean you know in the army when you literally have to sleep in the shallow grave you dig for yourself you know like you you learn to sleep anywhere so yeah i uh sleep's never really been an issue for me or a thing yeah yeah i i have trouble sleeping like uh, in general if if i i think uh, just like you said if if i fall asleep on the couch and then my wife says hey let's go to bed if i go into the bed like after that I just, I, it's like that thing in my brain. I can't make myself go to sleep and can't shut it off. Yeah, yeah. But if I like, 
if I haven't gone to sleep yet and I go to bed, I'm usually okay. But there's just nights where, like, I can't sleep in general, and it's just my brain being way too active with, like, either it's a random song stuck in my brain, because why not, um, or... Or it's like the thoughts of this shit I got to do for the next week or whatever. Or like this idea I've had that I want to try to put into play. And I'm like, I got to do this, you know. And so, you know, sleep is a thing for me for sure. And and so maybe that's why I connect to this story a little bit more. Because um, while I haven't had this exact experience, sleep at the end of the day is this thing that like I love so much. And then it like it eludes me so many times and I'm like, I just want to be asleep, you know? So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I just, I close my eyes. It's time for, like, and I could be on my phone. I could watch TV, whatever. Like, and I think that's part of my wife's problems, you know, the blue light and she's on her phone and she, sure. and it just, it, it doesn't help where I, it just, it doesn't bother me. Turn the phone off, roll over. I'm out in a couple of minutes. I mean, I, there's been plenty of times where I've fallen asleep mid-sentence talking to my wife in bed. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So, you know, well, and- I, I, I have pretty vivid memories of like when we were in middle school. And, like, we would hang out or even high school and, like, you know, we'd end up crashing at one of each other's places and, like, we'd be talking, you know, just just shooting the shit. And then all of a sudden... You'd be talking, but then fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> be, like, be like, dude, what? Are you sleeping? And he'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh it's cool, but I just didn't know you were asleep. Yeah, hey, when it's bedtime, man, it's bedtime. Like, <laughs> it's I, all good. Kelly's always like, oh, you're going to, you know, someone's going to break into the house and, and you're going to sleep right through it and blah 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 I'm like ah no like dog will wake me up or something i'll be it'll be fine like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah anyway um i i sleep like i'm dead apparently so <laughs> well and that's good that's probably a good thing so and i don't dream i don't know about you but i do not dream so like i don't it's not that i don't connect with this story like i still think it's creepy but it's just not sleep's never been an issue for me so i got you man yeah and that's okay like i (laughs) i am a see that's the other thing like i am a dreamer like not every night but if i'm getting really good sleep i tend to dream and have very vivid dreams i will also wake up from them a lot so it's it's just a mixed bag and i think you know like um, it's not all bad. I also don't like for me personally, I kind of run on like five to six hours of sleep and I'm usually okay. My wife wants like eight or nine and she's like, I don't understand how you feel fine. You barely got any sleep. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just up and awake. I guess I'm a crazy person, but here I am, you know, <laughs> like, so yeah, yeah um, my wife's the same way. Like she can, she can, you know, get three, two, three hours of sleep and she'll be tired in the morning, but Oh, yeah. She's fine, like, throughout the day, where, like, if I don't get minimum, if I don't get, like, uh, six hours of sleep, minimum, even six hours I'm dragging. It takes me forever to wake up. And then, you know, if I, I need solid eight to just not be a giant asshole for the first four hours of the day. So Definitely. But my, my day also starts, like, I'm up and out of bed, you know, at five at the latest. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep. Yep. So. But anyway. You know, yeah. So, so now we're going to dive into this user's experience. And I believe, if I remember correctly, this user wanted to stay anonymous, which is totally cool. We are happy to mm-hmm. do that. Um, so this was just uh, somebody who shared their story and said they were good with us sharing it, but didn't want their name used. So that's all good. Exactly. We appreciate you allowing us to share your experience definitely so uh here we go i'm gonna dive into it uh my scariest sleep paralysis experience i had to slow that down because i was gonna slur that like i had been drinking all night (laughs) uh let's see here during my senior year in college there were several months that i experienced sleep paralysis multiple times a week I told myself it was nothing paranormal and figured the cause was stress. I still 
tell myself that. I never had sleep paralysis before this, and I haven't experienced it since. Unfortunately, there was one experience that absolutely terrified me, and I cannot forget it. During these episodes, a lot of similar things would happen. My bedroom had sliding closet doors, and when the light was on in the closet, you could see through the cracks. I think we're all familiar with those. I mean, oh, yeah. I, grew up, I grew up with them, you know. So, um, I would wake up and see people inside of my closet. Sometimes it was just regular people looking through the cracks at me. I can remember once it looked like the devil or something not human. And a few times I saw people hanging from the racks in the closet. Very disturbing stuff. I apologize for the imagery. Well, I accept your apology. I need it because... There's nothing covering the window right now. The old blinds fell down. I, I, I mean, I love, I, I, yeah, like I love the description. I love that when people can fully explain the thing that they've seen, or you know, because so, sometimes it's just hard to get across like what you have felt or seen. They're doing a very good job. It's mm-hmm. also kind of frightening. So great job (laughs) but yes very disturbing stuff you're right so yeah yeah so i i do want to pop this in real quick sorry the kind of on the sleep paralysis topic that you know we probably should have covered at the beginning but some of the stuff i've heard about with sleep paralysis specifically is either a it's just that it's sleep paralysis right and you're dreaming and you like wake in the middle of the dream and your brain can't distinguish between dream and reality. And that's why you can't move because your body's still in the sleep state, even though your brain is coming out of it. Um, and I've heard people just chalk it up to that. But then there's the other people that say, yes, you're coming out of a dream, you're, but you're in the paralysis because of something nefarious, right? Like some... right thing that's kind of holding you in that state so your Mm -hmm. brain's waking up but your body can't wake up because whatever's kind of holding it in that sleep state and Mm. yeah so yeah is is there you know and i don't know i'm not a a pro at this at all Uh, you know i've heard and i've heard different things and i've like you you know lots of different people have talked about it um is there some science to it in terms of like what your body is doing in a REM cycle or in a, you know, like I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I, I, I can't speak definitively. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm not an expert and you know, you and I, it's not like we spend a ton of time like researching the, the background of what, you know, these stories could be for sure. Uh, we, we more revel in the story itself, but, um, if I remember correctly from some of the, you know, podcasts and stories and things, articles that I've seen and read and, and, and heard about, I do believe there is some scientific studies that have been done that kind of, they know, or at least scientists believe they know what sleep paralysis is. Like I said, it's your, your brain is waking up faster than your body kind of thing so so most people when they're in a deep REM cycle you you you, everyone dreams every night no matter what like for sure at least that's what I've been told or read you know and heard um it's just not everyone remembers them Uh, as long as I, I think as long as you get into a REM cycle you dream now once you're in that state and I could be wrong so please don't persecute me in the comments Um, but, (laughs) or do whatever, um, what I believe happens is your body like goes into that paralysis state. I guess we'll call it that. I don't know what the technical term is because you're having these vivid dreams and you, you know, we just developed over time as to not move during those because you're, you know, you don't want to hurt yourself, right? Like while right. you're sleeping okay. kind of thing. So like, so when people toss and turn, you're not in a deep REM sleep 
So that's why you're moving during those times. When you're in a deep REM sleep and you're having a dream, your body goes into that paralysis state because it doesn't it doesn't want you to move around. You don't want to do something where you're going to hurt yourself in that moment kind of thing, right? Right. Yep, yep. So, so what I think is happening is, at least my understanding of, of what I've read and stuff is, you're in that deep REM state, you're in the middle of the dream, and your brain starts to wake up for whatever reason, but your body hasn't come out of that paralysis state yet. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So then there's the, the chicken and egg question, right? Are you in a sleep paralysis state because of something nefarious or some, you know, other worldly, other dimension, whatever? Or are you seeing part of your dream like your brain can't distinguish what's dream and what's reality yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Or that makes it that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know, think sometimes I, it's one, sometimes it's the other. You know, who knows? Definitely, definitely. Nice. All right. Well, now we're getting into sleep studies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a good. That was a good little dive into that because I, you know, like I, I think it. It's what's funny is is like when we're sleeping, it's a mystery, right? Like we don't know what's happening while we're asleep because we're we aren't conscient conscious woohoo conscious <laughs> enough of our surroundings and so in that moment or in those moments you you are not perceiving the world around you it's usually dark um so yeah we don't understand what's happening and then our bodies in that moment if you do wake up and your maybe your eyes are open your brain function is starting to return to that level of conscious awakeness versus like the the unconsciousness or whatever mm-hmm. um i'm probably just making up words at this point but i you know what I, you know what i'm saying <laughs> and and i think like your body could maybe just be taking a little longer to catch up or it's that other level. Like you said, of it's something more than that. And that's what these stories get into, but I just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just fascinating stuff either way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, and and right. I think we'll, we'll dive back into the story, but I think that this kind of explores both of those, right? You know, I don't think this author saying, and it, they, they have an inkling either way of, of what it was. Just that it, it creeped them the hell out. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, yep. Excuse me. Anyway, so our author says, One night in particular, I opened my eyes and came upon the realization, or sorry, and came to the realization I was experiencing sleep paralysis. I could see the typical things in the closet again, but this time something strange happens. My eyes shift to a dark corner of the room where I could see a figure emerging. It was moving in slow motion, and I could see more as it stepped into the light shining from my closet. I can't even describe it except that it was very tall, dark, and I could feel it looking into me. Mm. Now, I emphasized into me because our author is a decent human being but and just wrote it normally, but... Yeah, yeah, things don't look into you. Right. Nothing looks into you. <laughs> it, sh- it should not be, if it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is that, you know, is that the, uh, the you know, the shadow man kind of stuff? That if you're a, a connoisseur of the creepy is that, you know, you hear about quite often? Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it's it's creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. What's the one? What's the one? That it kind of came from like the the creepy pasta stories, like the urban legends that uh, the girls from Wisconsin. Oh tried yeah, to a piece. What was that? The yes. Slender Man. The Slender, Slender Man. Man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. did you, did I know this is going to digress for a minute, but I just, you brought it up. Did you, did you see the documentary about that, about the Slender Man and the girls in Wisconsin? I, I, I know of it, but I have not watched it. No. Okay. It is worth a watch. Um, I think it's an HBO thing if I remember correctly, but, um, I watched it when it first came out and it's so fascinating. And part of the, the fascinating thing for me is, uh, it's, it's the concept of, again, I mean, it, it's sort of related. It's sort of not, but 
all these stories that we have been given in, in our podcast and that we've shared, but in a broader sense, Reddit, um, Creepypasta, all these places, it's people sharing stories. And some of them are obviously the ones we share are people's real experiences. But with like Creepypasta, it's people telling their stories that are just made up and maybe, uh, you know, trying mm-hmm. to be creepy or whatever. But these younger people connected to it and like, it, it's just a sad story. It's awful. It's a, it's a really depressing documentary be all the way around. Obviously these girls had some major issues to, to commit this, this murder or maybe the girl didn't die. I can't remember. Anyways, to, she didn't. okay. So to, to attack this other girl, but also there's more broader things happening there because now it's taken on a life of its own where now this has become a legend because of the girls and their actions. And so it's, it's a, it's a nice look. It's not a nice, it's an interesting look into how something goes from legend, urban legend to, to working its way into the psyche of culture. And Mm -hmm. then it creates its own legend from it, from actions of real life people. And so you know, I think part of this podcast is diving into where do these things come from? When we talked about Mothman, that was such a great episode because mm-hmm. there's the pop culture side of it because there's movies and documentaries about it. There's the history side of it. Then there's the real life experience and all of it melds together into this really fascinating thing. So I just... uh yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating stuff, man. Oh, 100%. And I, I got like 60 theories, but I'm going to save them all to the end. And, and okay. Because I, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too far off the path. And, I, you know, I yes, yes. serve this, this story, um, give it some respect. So anyway, I'm going to dive back in. Don't mean to dismiss you. I apologize. No, no, so, no, no, no. I love it. Uh, so the author says, uh, you know, They can't describe it. It was just dark, tall, and they could feel it looking into them. It was getting closer and closer to me, and I was panicking a bit at this point. But just as I was getting real, as it was getting really close to me, I woke up from the dream. I snap out of it and see my boyfriend standing next to my bed. Relief immediately came over me. I grabbed onto his arm and told him that I just had a terrifying dream. He turned toward me and tried to comfort me. I pulled his arm toward the bed and asked him to come lay with me. As he began to climb into bed, it was like he was turning into a dark shadow and I couldn't see his features anymore. Instead of climbing into the bed next to me, he lay directly on top of my body. I felt immense pressure on my chest and I was gasping for air, trying to tell him to get off me. I felt like I was suffocating. At this point, I had a feeling in my gut it wasn't him. Then I woke up again. (laughs) Holy shitballs. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think think that's happened to me once in my life. Like, literally, at least that I can remember, where I woke up from a dream, but I was still in a dream. And then I woke up for real, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it is it is a disturbing feeling. Like, I, I kid you not, I now that I talk about it, it's starting to bring back the memory. I don't remember the dream, but I do remember walking around for, like, hours that day, that morning. Like, mm. not, not knowing if it was reality or a dream. Like, it wow. threw me off so bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, and that is... You know, like you said, I wanna I wanna give this story all the the time it it deserves, and I don't want to get too in the weeds. So one of the things, like I don't I don't want to get too in the weeds again because I want to give this story all the breath and time and attention it needs. But one of the things that I think fascinates me too is this idea of a dream within a dream and how that affects the whole sleep paralysis thing, right? Because if you, in a dream, we all know like that feeling of like being in a dream and you try to run, but you can't because you can't go fast. You know, like it's like mm-hmm. slow motion. So then if you add that into, oh no, like 
I can't even move or there's like this heavy pressure on top of me and that feeling of weight or whatever, then you wake up to the actual level of full consciousness. All of a sudden, there is something to that. Again, whether that's like a purely scientific, your body's just not there, you know, with your brain or vice versa or whatever. <clears throat> but it's just a really fascinating experience. And I, I'm glad this, mm-hmm. this user shared it because um, I think it's more common than we even really understand. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like in the paranormal world you hear about it not a lot but you know it's common enough but it's i feel like the paranormal community is pretty it's it's obviously bigger than it used to be like pre-internet and all that stuff because you know yeah. people can connect and all of that but it's still not super mainstream right so you know the average person who's probably worried about you know their likes on Instagram is not talking about their sleep paralysis. So, right. I don't yes. know. I don't know. It, it, maybe it's super common. Maybe it's it, about as common as you see on you know paranormal subreddits and 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 websites. So I, it's hard to say, right? But yeah, for sure, for sure. I think yeah, I, I'm probably a little more steeped into the world of paranormal discussions. Or people, you know, sharing their experiences. So to me, it seems like a common thing. But to the normal person, they'd be like, eh, "I don't, I'm, I've never heard about this until your podcast." So you know, like exactly. maybe I'm, maybe I'm projecting yeah. a little bit. But yeah, it's hard to say. But I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, I to me personally, this takes this story kind of to a new level, right? So. I don't know that I've ever heard that specifically within a sleep paralysis experience mm-hmm. that's been relayed. The dream within a dream thing, right? So, like, this to me sounds more like a dream, like a dream. So, you experienced sleep paralysis, you saw things in your closet. Now you had a dream because you were seeing things in your closet. And then, you know, shadow figure, wake up, boyfriend, and then you wake up for real. So, not really sleep paralysis, more of an actual kind of dream. Not that it's not creepy or anything like that. Um, but it kind of it, it circles back to, god damn it, that's in pop culture nowadays, isn't it? Uh, I'm trying not to be political, I swear. <laughs> um but it circles around to uh, the idea of is it is it just sleep paralysis? Is it just scientific? Or is it something nefarious, something dark, causing sleep paralysis? So in right. this case, you weren't you weren't having sleep paralysis necessarily, but you know whatever's causing it was getting deeper into your subconscious getting deeper into you you know kind of thing so i don't know that to me it's almost scarier yeah i i agree i think there it's like you said this is a another level down and i i guess even though i've heard a lot of these stories from people because of because of people sharing them with me or just reading them online and in in different spaces where people talk about those, this is something wholly unique to the experience of sleep paralysis. And it begs the question of, is there something deeper at work here or is it just a dream within a dream and that's, you can't read too much into it. Either way, it's just, for this person to share this, I know, you know, I mean, they stayed anonymous for a reason, but they, they shared it because it obviously left this pretty great impact. And so, um, uh, you know, I'm just grateful they shared it because, and we're going to get to the end here very quickly, but, um, you know, I think sometimes sharing the story and waiting to hear if other people have had an experience like that helps you figure out how you should feel about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes it, kind of takes that power back right you know i'm putting it out there i'm getting it off of my chest i'm 
you know, I'm taking control of the story and not just letting it be a thing that happened to me. So Right. Anyway, so the author says, um, This time, I'm sweating, catching my breath, and frantically looking around my empty room. My boyfriend wasn't there. He lived 100 miles away at the time. It was like I had a dream within a dream. All I know is it scared the life out of me and I've never experienced anything like it since. I'd be interested to know if anyone else has had an experience like this. Um, I will say if you know you want to drill into r slash paranormal and, and find the story um, and, and converse with the author, it's out there. You can do that. Uh, we're not going to send people their way um directly but it is out there uh so and and i hope that in the comments they did find that common ground that solace that whatever they need were looking for um when they posted this this is a little bit of an, an older post so yeah for sure and and i think like like likewise finding those spaces where you can share your experiences are, are cathartic and helpful. Um, I would also say the thing we have been working at and trying to cultivate and, and to build for our own podcast, uh, call it selfish reasons if you want, but we, we want to create a community where people can uh, share their story and then have other users and people talk about those stories mm-hmm. and share their own experiences. So, um, yeah, 100%. If, if you're listening to this and you're going, I've had sleep paralysis, or I struggle with this, or I've had the dream within a dream thing, or I've had, you know, uh, whatever uh, your thought is behind that, um, go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter. It's all scary real pod. Um, you can, you can, uh, we do post on Reddit too. If you want to send us something there, you can email us. Um, it's scaryrealpod at gmail.com. But all of those ways are ways to share. Um, your experiences and maybe connect with others who have gone through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On Twitter, you can search a scary real pod or at pod underscore scary. Um, I, I just, I want to say a couple things like this, this story brings a couple things to mind, right? So uh, I've known I've talked about it in the past, so please forgive me if I'm a broken record, but one, um, is supernatural the show right so there's an episode where uh something is haunting or killing kids in this place they believe it's a ghost what they find out is it's a sigil that was painted on for a tv show but it it was an actual sigil and um because people believed that something was there it manifested into you know, a, a he can't say a physical ghost, but you know, a, a ghost thing that ended up killing people, right? That that kind of speaks to me a little bit in the sense that are these things like going back to Slender Man? Um, did Slender Man become an urban legend because of a creepypasta story, or has, as we see in this story from from our author? Um, has that tall, dark figure been in our psyche as human beings for you know eternity all or who knows when it started, but you know for all time kind of thing, and it subconsciously led to a creepypasta story that then just kind of manifested into what it's become, which is this global phenomenon um so kind of that, you know, chicken and egg thing again, right? Yes. Did did have we as a society created a terrifying and hostile entity to us because people believe in it? Like kind of the idea of the old gods, right? The the Greek and Roman gods. You know, they exist because people believe in them. Because were made of energy and your belief gives them power kind of thing or have they always kind of been around in the background and we're just now kind of 
taking notice. And because of the internet, because people are so connected, we're able to get those stories out there. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm philosophizing a little bit. But. No, no, no. That's that's great because I, 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 I like where you're going with that. It, it is the, it's the idea of, like you said, chicken and egg thing. Is it? We've created it from legend and story, and then we've built into this thing where now we're sharing these stories and they become more real. Or is it something somebody experienced and time has? carried it on because somebody's told the story from there somebody else and and so now it's gotten new life or it's just that we're hearing about it more because of the access to information and the way that people can share about it mm-hmm. um you know i i don't know the answer to that I, I just think it's fascinating and and it all sort of centers right back into this idea not just of sleep paralysis but um you know, it's it's just fascinating stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and this story goes beyond just sleep paralysis. This story goes to, you know, I know it's disturbing imagery. I know, I know it's, you know, it would be terrifying for anyone to see. But the things in the closet were in the closet. There was a barrier, right? Yes. There was that door. There was something that separated them. And they stayed in their space and she stayed in hers or he stayed in his. I don't, I don't know. And... Like I said, there was that that barrier, um, but the the shadow figure breached that barrier. Absolutely. Whether that that was dream or waking dream or reality, it breached that barrier and took this person out. You know, from disturbing imagery to no, now you're. Now you're, you know, on me, you're in me, you're looking into me, you're, you know, you're, you're physically, whether, you know, I mean, yeah, they say it's a dream, but if it's really sleep paralysis, or even, even if it is a dream, who's to say that, you know, dreams are an alternate reality, or I, I don't want to get out there too crazy, um, I don't want to get too, uh, coast to coast on you, but, you know, I mean, yeah. So, just it, it's it's nuts, right? It took it from that physical barrier of a door, but you could see in the cracks. There's some weird shit going on in there too. Now you're in my personal space. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I don't know, man. I I don't know what else to say. I, it, it's scary. It's kind of touches all the bases of sleep paralysis but like i said it gets into the slender man thing so it's 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 a hard one that's for sure definitely and i i'm i uh i'll just reiterate again to the user that shared it thank you for uh allowing us to use your story allowing us to share it and comment on it um and if you are somebody that has had any experience with this at all whether it is um, you know, the, the sleep paralysis stuff or the dream within a dream stuff or even like shadow figures or any of that type of thing and you want to comment on it, um, go to our social pages, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, scary real pod, um, pod underscore scary on Twitter and scary real pod on Insta. Um, you know, of course you can always send us an email, scary real pod at gmail.com, but either way connect and share your experiences because I do think that is where sort of the power comes in, in your story and in your ability to connect with others who have gone through something. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, a mm-hmm. it's moving. It's, it's kind of scary. It's, it's, um, interesting. There's a lot of facets to this that, um, I'm sure this won't be the last story we hear from somebody that ends up being on this podcast about this kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, you know, we, we don't have, um, a Facebook group, uh, it's not that you know we're opposed to it for any reason. Uh, it's just something that, you know, with families and kids and jobs and all that fun stuff, it's not something that we feel like we can dedicate the time that is necessary to, to kind of moderate that and, and manage that right now. But if, uh, you know, if we get a kind of a core group of 
of listeners and a couple people reach out and, and they would like to take that on, you know, we can definitely have that discussion. We can start it, make you administrators and, and kind of, you know, I don't want to say police it, but, you know, we want we want the conversations to be respectful. And, and if it gets out of hand, we want somebody to be able to step in and, and kind of moderate those things. So, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. You know, wasn't the shortest story. Definitely had some theories, but I think we have time tonight for one more. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we can. I, you might have to check our time code, but if we're good, let's roll with it. Let's do it. I think I think we can. Do you want to take strange occurrences? I do. Give me one second here. And Okay. So, this one is titled Strange Occurrences. I will dive right into this story. So, uh, do we have a username or is this another anonymous? I will, I will get that. You jump into the story. Okay, no problem. No problem. Uh, so, they start off. Let me start off by saying I'm one of the most skeptical people there is. But now I've come to be a bit more creeped out. My girlfriend, daughter, and I recently moved into an apartment back in April, and the first month we were here, everything was normal. About a month afterwards, we started noticing some things out of place every now and then, but thought we could have bumped into them, etc. Uh, Fast forward to September. This is when some weird shit that I just cannot debunk, and I've tried, had been starting to happen. We came home from the grocery store one night, and all of our kitchen cupboards were open. My girlfriend freaks out, and I clear the house to make sure there's no intruder, everything is locked, and I confirmed with management we are the only ones with keys to our apartment. Everything is quiet until October. So, I get I get this. Like, when I think about this in my own head, it's like, you're going to go through the rational explanations first right you're gonna go okay i opened that i moved that i did this so i get it i understand but then when you can't when you when you've gone like no this is beyond my recollection and my understanding then it gets a little more interesting so exactly uh, yeah yeah okay yeah uh sorry username gb chris 12 gb chris 12 okay and this is a reddit story Reddit story, yes, sir. Okay, perfect. Well, GB Chris Twelve, thank you for letting us share your story, and we're gonna dive right back in. So then he goes on to say, in October, this is when stuff really started to ramp up. I decided that someone must have had access to our apartment somehow, and had management change the locks due to the cupboard incident. We get up one night and noticed it's absolutely freezing. Um, and he, big words, absolutely freezing. Um, mm-hmm. He says, the thermostat is turned down to 60. Weird, but I guess I could have bumped into it. Then it, ha- then it happened again, and just recently we've noticed it changed to temperatures as high as 78 degrees. Uh, we're talking Fahrenheit, so if you're an overseas uh, person who uses Celsius, uh, just set 60's a little on the colder side to sleep at night. 78, it's getting a lot warmer so um, yeah 78 you're wearing shorts in your house and you know getting a kiddie pool full of sand <laughs> so. yes yes okay and they go on to say uh last week before my girlfriend left for town she got up and the faucet in the kitchen was on this one i just can't debunk sleepwalking maybe is his question mark there uh last night i'm home alone sleeping and i hear a crash in the living room Uh, He says, the Christmas tree fell over. It's not the heaviest thing in the world, but still requires some sort of force to bring down. Bear in mind, we have no animals, and our daughter is four months old. I put it up, go back to sleep, and then I hear a bang come from our laundry room, and a bunch of items on the top shelf are on the ground. So, let me just uh, break it down for one second. So, the faucet thing... Okay, I get it. Somebody left it on. You or just like you like he said maybe sleepwalking, little yeah. things like that. I'm, I'm okay. The Christmas tree falling over. Before I had read through this story, when I first got to that part, I thought, yeah, okay. I've had a cat before. It, uh, my cat would always knock over my damn Christmas tree. It just happens. Um but they have no animals and their daughter's 4 months old, so that little baby is not walking yet. Um yeah. 
Now, and, I mean, I think they're smart enough to ha- hang all the ornaments on one side of the tree. So maybe we can rule <laughs> that out, too. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's, you know, it's not user error on their Christmas tree part, you know. Yeah. Um, but then, and then this loud bang from the laundry room. So um, with so, a bunch of items on the top shelf. You know, the, I'm, I'm just going to say the skeptic in me is going, hey, like, does somebody have a sleepwalking thing, right? Like, okay, the everything in the laundry room um, falls and crashes and makes a noise, and you hear it subconsciously because you're sleepwalking, and then when you go back to bed in your sleep, and you you wake up to that memory or whatever, right? And then he gets into the the update. Yes. And that's where just all the theories kind of go out the window, right? Because, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and, and and this is, yeah, you're exactly right, because he said, I've come to the conclusion perhaps setting up cameras might be a good idea or maybe a microphone. And he asked for some thoughts. So this is a Reddit discussion, um, and, then, and then he did an update, and this is where it gets pretty crazy. Um, so he says... Since the last time I posted, I started to journal things down and take pictures. I'll upload them if you want. Nothing interesting to see, through. See though, besides the aftermath. Um, he says, December 1st at 4.42 in the morning, um, was, a, was sleeping and heard the TV on. Randomly got turned on. Could be mechanical, electrical, uh, but it's never done that before. Happens again at 5.50, and this time the volume is at 100, causing complaints by my neighbors upstairs. Parentheses. Yay! Hey, I get it. Uh, luckily, we, we live in our own house now, but uh, I've been in apartments, and I know the joy of neighbors, so I feel mm-hmm. for you, bud. Uh, he goes on. December 5th, 11.10 p.m. My mom is over helping me with some things tonight when all of a sudden we heard a crash in the kitchen. My Keurig had fallen off the edge. It was seated pretty far back, and they're pretty heavy. No real way to debunk this. Camera wasn't aimed at the corner. It happened, but it captured the audio. Um, we don't have a Keurig anymore because we got a different coffee pot, but those suckers have some weight to them. They're not just easily moved mm-hmm. um, without you know somebody uh, moving it. So, <clears throat> yep. Excuse me. Interesting. Moving on. December 10th. Had a priest from my local church come out and pray over the area. Uh, come 10.40 p.m., sitting down, playing my Xbox, Destiny 2, of course, he says, and heard noises in the bathroom, like someone was looking for something, maybe. So I grab my bat, just in case, but nobody is there, and the shower curtain is flipped on top of the pole. Once again, unless I missed an intruder, doubtful, I can't really debunk this. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the point where I'm going... This is more than something that a rational person like myself could handle. At this point, really the only rational explanation is the woman, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the video, but the guy who caught the woman, like, living in the ceiling of his apartment. Yes. Yeah. Like, really that's the only rational thing at this point, right? Like, somebody... Is living in the crawl space. <laughs> yeah, and well, and and we know he has neighbors above him because he said that already. So there is like a sense of you, you know you're you don't have. I'm sure he's maybe got some sort of attic, but otherwise, like what's really going on here? So, um, mm-hmm. uh, okay, I'm gonna move on. So now he goes to December 11th. So this is one day later, 1:14 p.m come home from grocery shopping and the baby swing is moving by itself i did catch this on camera but it's very light and hard to see with glare from the sun window that's a little more innocuous you know uh a swing can move fairly easily but still kind of creepy but just i think from we've like all seen the sense. videos right like like you can if it's the air kicking on or something right like you can yeah. see it kind of slowly start what I'm assuming is this is more of like it just abruptly starts. Yes. Does that make sense? Can yes. you picture that? You get what I'm saying? Yep. That's sort uh, of what I was ga- gaining here. So, yeah. Um, moving on a couple days later, December 14th, 10 33 a.m. I like that he's documenting the times 
I, mm-hmm. I like his detail. Anyways, okay. Uh, studying for my finals, and I heard one of the toys I bought for my daughter in the other room. It managed to turn itself on and kept talking as if someone was pressing its audio button or whatever. Weird. Maybe a malfunctioning toy. Uh, again, he's a skeptic, so he's going to take it at face value to a certain degree. And I, we, we both have kids. My kids' toys have set themselves off before. Mm-hmm. It's that totally one, weird and always yeah. creepy. <laughs> that one definitely is creaky, creaky, creepy. But I yes. will say, I've definitely had kids' toys that like creep me the hell out that I put into a closet and later come to find out that it was like the RF from the TV remote, like setting it off. Yes, yes. So, um, well, and and like some, my, like you know, it, occasionally we'll have like the kids' toys in a toy box, and one of them will shift and it will push the button of the toy. So again. Yep. I get that, but something that's interesting about the way he's describing this is that it's going off repeatedly, like someone keeps pushing the button. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to have, if it is a toy settling on top of it, you'd have to have that move several times. You'd have to have a, a continuation of that over and over. Yeah. That's yeah. something a little different. You, um, you know, even beyond that, I think I think that the creepiest part is that it's it's just compounding right so it's just another anecdote it's another thing whether this one particular one has an explanation or not it doesn't explain the others away right right yeah if that's the only thing okay but if it's if it's the the culmination of everything then you have to start questioning Mm -hmm. and um so here is where I'm going to jump forward. He's got December 17th, 11.13 p.m. He says, putting dinner away. Heard footsteps in the other room. Very quiet on the audio. I think it's coming from my bedroom since that's where the only hardwood is at. And as I go back to the kitchen after checking it out, the door slammed shut. I spent the rest of the night at my parents' house because fuck that shit, which is maybe my favorite part of this story, because because the skeptic just went, nope, peace out, I'm done. Yeah. And yeah. I get it, because that to me says, it's too much, it's, it's, it's another level of like, I already had all these other things happen, and now I'm this, yep. I'm done, I'm out, we're moving to a different apartment. Yeah, um, deuces. Yep. Bye. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate this guy's level of detail, and I love that he broke it all down. But it's a great way to end this story. I don't mean to make light of it, but I just love his attitude of like, "Nope, I've had enough. I'm gone." And it, because I think that's the reality for most of us is like, we're gonna be like, yeah, "I can handle this or this or that," but if it all adds up, and then it's this time, nope, we're done. I'm not gonna not doing this shit. So. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, thank you. Uh, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing it with us. That's that's excellent. Yeah, we appreciate it, as always, as always. So, I I will reach out to uh, GB Chris uh, here and let him know that you know we shared their story. And if we get any updates in the coming weeks, we will be sure to pass those along. Excellent. Yes. Yes. So, anyway. Yeah, man. Um, That's one of those stories where there's, you know, like the last one we, at least, you know, kind of my analytical brain was like, hey, here's, you know, is this a thing? Is, you know, metaphysical is blah, blah, blah. You know, just getting all convoluted and highfalutin and all that weird stuff. But um, this one doesn't have those, right? Like he, the, the author's not pointing to, uh, you know, like a shadow man or sleep paralysis or anything in particular. It's just like, dude, stuff just keeps happening. Like, mm-hmm. what is what is going on? And that's almost, to me, that's almost creepier. Yes. Because there's nothing you can point to that says, you know, it's this. Right. Let's, let's fight this. Or I know what it is. Let's adjust and pivot or you know leave or you know whatever it is to to this is just one of those things am i going crazy right am i sleepwalking what is happening right now like what is going on yep i don't know to me yeah to me that's almost creepier although it's hard it's hard to be you know super tall skinny shadow person in the corner laying on top (laughs) of you 
(laughs) That also is terrifying. Like, both of these stories, completely different experiences. Um, But I think the common thread in in both of them is um, that sense of not really being sure what to do with yourself or how to handle the experience. You know, this guy left our other user and in their story it was more just asking people their opinion and what you know what they thought but either way in that moment what's your reaction and how do you handle it and and uh i you know i don't i don't really have a good answer for it i i probably would do what this guy did be like nope i'm out but you know for the sleep paralysis thing that's more random and doesn't happen all the time so then you go I, I, this happened and I don't know what to make of it, but it hasn't happened since. So should I be worried, you know, chalk yeah. it up to a weird night, one thing, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, either way, I'm just, I'm super grateful that we've entered into this space where people are sharing their stories and experiences. And now we are diving into these different things. I just think it's so exciting and fun. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. So I'll, Anyway, without, you know, dragging things through, uh, you know, 30 minutes of me and Adam rambling, (laughs) (laughs) this sounds like a good place to to call this one. Uh, I I do want to say, before we go, specifically, thank you so much to everyone that's listened. We we are blown away by the numbers. We have... appreciate them so much we got finally we got our first and now don't go looking for it because it's it's literally like it's not out there you can't find it but uh you know we had a previous podcast and we couldn't get listens to you know if we paid for them and we yes. couldn't pay for them because we we're broke so um <laughs> you know uh we're just blown away by the numbers we appreciate you guys so 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 much and uh thank you so much for actually you know taking the time to write a review on on apple and uh it means the world to us it really yes. does it really does yeah. and and if and when we ever have merch i'm gonna send your ass a shirt for being the first absolutely yeah yeah i can't i can't say it any better i would just echo that thank you very much we appreciate you guys the engagement um listening sticking with us as we've been on a break for a while and now we're back at it uh we just appreciate you guys so much so as always uh you know please uh if you have the time if you have a chance um drop us a review on apple podcast stitcher wherever you listen um you know give us a rating preferably five stars but you know if you don't find us funny we understand (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then you know, hit us up on all the social medias. Uh, where where can they find us? So so if you if you search Scary Real Pod, uh, if you're on Instagram, that's gonna pull it up right away. If you search Scary Real Pod on Twitter, it will pop up. But the other way is our actual at, which is um, Pod underscore Scary. Um, that's the official uh, username there on Twitter. Uh, you can get us on Gmail. It's scaryrealpod at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Reddit, so if you tag us in anything there, I, I we're I'm the Reddit novice, so like if you mention us somehow or, or connect with mm-hmm. us there that's it's same thing scary real pod um, and we try to be pretty active in those uh, those uh, paranormal groups on reddit so uh, look for us there if we're commenting or sharing uh, please join in that discussion um, yeah we're, we're everywhere almost so in all those spots yeah. you can find us exactly and you know we're, we're not super active but we're we're trying to figure this thing out you know forgive us we're like I think the technical term is elder millennials. So like <laughs> yes. we're right on the cusp and you know, we're, we're the kind of people that, you know, put on like jorts to make fun of our teenage daughters as they do TikTok dances. So, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're skilled in the art of embarrassing our teenage children. And, uh, that, nearly makes us like uh you know 
old men, but we're still young somehow, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it is slightly terrifying to say the word teenage children because it really yeah, is. Yeah. I don't feel that old, but I don't think we're prepared it. for that. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone yes. for uh you know in advance for reaching out, following us on on all the social things and um for leaving us comments and reviews and all that fun stuff. So uh Absolutely as always, be good to yourself. And be good to others. We'll see you next time. <laughs>